So welcome to the Double Threat Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Dave's out on site yet again. Shout out to Dave, wherever you are in Alice Springs or... Wherever the fuck you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Air's Rock. We've got no idea, mate. We've got no idea. Welcome to this week's episode of the Triple Threat Podcast. I'm Alex. Joey's here. Hello. Yeah, cheers, Dave. <laughs> we got a pretty, we got a pretty cool episode for everyone. So we're going to be going through the MVP race update. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Edit that out. Yeah, old mate, we'll be all good. Just edit it out where I go silent. Um, so we've got an update on the MVP race. Yeah, there's a few new horses in the pack. Yeah, there's a couple of new horses that have come in from the outside lane. Coming up the outside. Um, so I would liken this to the Melbourne Cup and the first lap. We're in the first lap and it really means nothing. So for the your, for the horse racing aficionados out there, you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And for those who don't, it basically means it doesn't really matter at this point. We're, what, a third of the way through the season? Yeah. So It's not going to start mattering for probably another, I'm going to say 10 to 15 games. Yeah, yeah. And then and then it'll become really clear. It'll probably be like... And I think as well, like, the more, I guess, uh, the more social media becomes a thing and the more exposure the NBA has, you know, game, like people viewing games and stuff, is it? I've always found the recency bias gets stronger and stronger. Big time. with the media. So, you know, like Kevin Durant played like two or three games this year and they're like making segments like, is Kevin Durant like better than LeBron? Dude, shut the fuck up. Two completely different people, but we'll, we'll touch back on that. Like, I'm just highlighting, like, the recency bias, like, definitely plays a role in the MVP race. Mm. And so, oh, massively. And if you don't know what recency bias is, please go away and look at it because we're all guilty of it. And that might be the one little cool thing. One little cool thing you learn for the week. Yes. You're welcome, guys. Yeah. Um, so, we've got not the MVP race. <laughs> not just an NBA podcast. Here to stimulate your brain. Uh We've got the MVP race update. We're going to have a bit of a segment on De'Aaron Fox because is he the next MVP? Honestly, like if the Kings can get it together and like figure out a really good roster to put around him, I think he could be like he's looking like a really good He's good. We'll, 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 we'll get into him a bit later. Then, of course, we've got our curious case of LeBron James. And then, then we've got a segment. We'll get through those pretty quickly, I, I have a feeling. And then we'll be spending a, time, a bit of time this episode talking about teams that need to be making moves before the trade deadline for this year. Yeah. And there's a few. And we're going to propose some scenarios. And then we've got our usual segment for Jive Turkey of the Week. This one's a good one. Mm. I love Jive Turkey of the Week. Any of the listeners out there, hey, Mum and Carrie, um, Lisa. And Josh. Lisa and Josh. The boys in blue. The boys in blue. Shout out to the boys in blue. Um <laughs> Oh, the, boy, the, boys you, and the boys and the girls. If anyone could guess this, I would give you a Monopoly million dollars. That's that, a lot of Monopoly dollars. That's a, that's a lot of Monopoly money. I'd give you a Monopoly million dollars. You have to go buy if the you, game. You'd you have to go buy the game like 10 times. 50 times, something, right? <laughs> so this is actually going to cost you more than Monopoly <laughs> No, Monopoly Empire, I'm fine. Okay, fine, yeah. Monopoly fine. Empire money. Um, uh. I bet that no one will be able to guess the Jive Turkey of the Week. Well, my one anyway. <laughs> you, I didn't guess it. No, no. But it's funny. It's soul food. And the guy is a Jive Turkey. He is the greatest of the Jive Turkeys. Yeah. Definitely, um, definitely not a cocksucker. More <laughs> of a Jive Turkey. He, he, he just, 
he just skipped straight past cocksucker and yeah. went yeah, straight right into the deep end of jive turkey land. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then that's yeah. So and then we're introducing a new segment called the bona fide scrub of the week, and we'll explain that a little bit more as we get to it. But it is a really positive thing. It's a good award. So jive turkey being the bad award. Bona fide scrub being it means you're award. like you're you're a real one. You're a coxman. Yeah, you're a coxman. Um, <laughs> so back to the MVP race update. Yes, I have LeBron James, clear number one. Mm-hmm. My number two, and the reason why I wanted to have this segment in there, I think we'll just keep talking about it. Yeah, maybe not every week, but every second week or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, is it's Steph exciting Curry. to have like. Early in the season, it gives you something to be. I know, I know, because the regular season, especially the start of it, can be pretty bad. Yeah. But my. I feel like we've got a sample size big enough now as well to yeah. start actually giving our view on plays. Like, you know, for the first, you know, four or five games, a lot of teams are not practicing right now. No, so we're talking about. Yeah, so talking about practice. We're talking about. <laughs> yeah, they, they look, they're still figuring it out. A lot of times there's like, like I'm not going to say load management because they're playing, but they're really managing. They're load managing during, during the game. Yeah, it's really bad. They're like, they're taking players off. Yeah, it's players. like the Clippers load managing in the second round of the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> they went up 3 1, and Doc said, guys, we're just going to load. Kawhi, your knee, you need to take care of that knee. PG, those shoulders. Yeah. My guys, my voice. My voice. <laughs> I need to low manage this voice and throat. Yeah, um, a, a more horseman who's never lived. That's it, old Doc Glenn. Sorry, Sir Glenn. Um, so my number two. Yeah, he won't get it because the record's bad as Steph. Yeah, and the reason I've got Bron and Steph, and like to me both of like a leagues ahead of everyone, is because the team's records without them would be abysmal. <laughs> I would have the Lakers at 30% win. I would have the Warriors at like 15% win. Well, I mean, we, we saw it last year yeah. like without Steph. And like, granted, like, Clay wasn't there and Draymond was heavily in and out of the lineup and there were, there were a couple of other injuries and they, they kind of just tanked. But still, like, yeah. the sample size we have is big enough to say, like, they, they are fucked without Steph. Just like any team when, when LeBron gets an injury, like, they're fucked. Mm. So. So that yeah, to me, not getting enough credit for how he's playing at the moment, mm-hmm. and I think both players aren't getting enough credit for the impact that they're having on their teams. Yeah, and I think it's like I think it's a really good example of like, look, the Lakers lineup looks phenomenal. AD, your theory is injured. Absolute I I, th- I think he has to be injured as well. He's Did managing an Achilles um, strain or something at the moment, apparently. Yeah. Okay. He um, do you see? Was it Draymond? Draymond came out and posted an interview. Do you, do you reckon that's about Anthony Davis? I think it is. He looks a bit fat, and he looks a little bit uglier. <laughs> Are the Lakers somehow becoming the second ugliest team in the NBA? Well, I mean, they have Dennis Schroeder <laughs> and Montrose Harrell on the same team. That is some ugly. And then AD, they've got the brow. Yeah, like that dude has one eyebrow. Yeah, and he's one, kept it with two eyes. <laughs> What's going on? But he actually, is he a Nickelodeon character? <laughs> yeah, he might be. But is, he he actually, from, is he from RL Monsters? He actually looks considerably bigger, like yeah. around his midsection, yeah. a bit puffy in the face. So, yeah, while he's managing an injury, he is out of shape. So I, I don't. I'm not saying I think Draymond is definitely talking about him, but I think if he was pointing towards AD, it would make a lot of sense because he doesn't look in shape. Like 
I, these guys are boys in that hang as well. They're all part of like Rich Paul's. Yeah, um, yeah, they're boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a wolf pack. Yeah, they're a wolf pack. Yeah. yeah. So. All drinking their fucking tequila together. Yeah. yeah. Ballers. So. I want a bottle. Are you Denver? <laughs> I might be. So. I look at that Lakers roster and go, yeah, stacked, good roster, but. It's an underperforming great roster. Yeah, I think, I think that roster is, you know, two players, two average players in, in like role players. So they're bench, Caruso, THT. And like having Marcus Gasol is good. Like to some extent when you compare them to the Warriors, I think those three players are probably the difference compared to what the Warriors have. And, well, and, that, and they have, you know, their, their second star in Anthony Davis, which... But he, like, like he's, he's playing like shit. He so. is, but he's still better than Eric Pascal. Or James Wiseman, yeah. yeah. So they're a better lineup, but, like, how much better than the Warriors without Steph are they? Like, 30% better? Yeah. Because they're underperforming. You're probably right, yeah. They're underperforming, so... Well, like, that- like, the Lakers without LeBron looks a lot like a team like the New Orleans Pelicans when AD was there when they struggled to make the playoffs and they won one playoff series winning in like six or seven years. Yeah. So to me, it highlights the difference between like like in, in the MVP race, they're the two clear favourites for me. Yeah. And it shows the difference between LeBron and Curry. Yeah. Like that that's the difference is that is that win percentage. Yeah. There's a lot of close games at the moment. LeBron is making the crazy clutch plays that he are closing like, the games out. He's, it just feels like right now he he's just putting him on his back and he's like, kind of looks like he's having fun with it. Yeah, it's fucking like, cool. And I think that that whole, this whole clutch, like every, I think I said a couple of episodes, every year he's criticized for something. So then he comes out and does it. So like, he, he was told that, you know, he's, he's always, you know, looking for his own shot or whatever. So he came out and he, you know, he fucking averaged the most assists in the league for a season. Like, mm. just just because. Mm. Just because. Like, I, th- I think someone told him that, like, you should just go out and average double-digit assists, and he did. And this year, people were like, oh, but he's not a reliable shooter. Well, he's shooting... 41%. 40, it's 40 now. Oh. 40, he's, he's down to 40%, which is still fantastic. Three, and then where he's taking him at the, the end of the The best he had was, um, I believe it was his third year in Miami or second year in Miami where he second. shot 40%. Yeah. 40.6 it was. Yeah. He um so he's the clear card for me. I think yeah. I think now it's safe to say, like, especially now when you look at the Mavs record at this point in time, and Luca's only a plus fifty um second runner to LeBron at the moment mm. in in the betting. Um so I think LeBron's five fifty now or five hundred and Luca is uh five fifty or six hundred. Which to me is just it's crazy because the Mavs are they the same rate? No, their record's now worse. It's worse. W- worse than the Warriors? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The so Warriors, I think, are out at the ninth seed. So it's, it's worse than the Warriors. He has more help than what Steph has, and Steph's playing better. And Steph's getting tripled. Dallas are 13th in the West. There you go. They're the third worst team in the Western Conference. Yeah, well. They are. They're a bottom nine team in the league. And so, and then, and then the Warriors had that period where they went Boston and both LA teams. Yeah. And they went two and one. They beat both the LA teams. Mm. And then they, had that cl- they recently had the close game with Spurs and then they mopped the floor with them. Yeah. And so, to me, 
Steph is way better than Luca. He's not even in the conversation. I think KD belongs in the conversation purely from an efficiency. He, yeah, I think standpoint. he does. Like, especially he's got that narrative of coming back from the Achilles. Like, anyone with half a brain should be able to see that he looks fucking incredible. Like, he doesn't yeah. even look like he's lost a step. No, he doesn't. But he doesn't look like he's trying a lot of the time. Like, so you know, how we're talking about like, hey, players early in the season sort of like take mm-hmm. plays. He looks like he's trying for about half the game. Yeah. Bron looks similar. Yeah. His impact in winning, his his, his impact on winning is just far higher than KD's. Mind you, KD's had some, like, crazy moments closing games out as well recently. Yeah, he's been good down the clutch. He's missed missed a few key shots down the stretch of some games, which did cost them, but he's also, you know, like, locked a couple up. Like, again, I I think he's probably locked up seven out of ten. Mm. where he's probably, you know, he's missed a couple of shots in two or three of them. Yeah. Or like, sorry, he's missed it. He's missed shots twice and they didn't even get the ball to shoot it in one of them. Yeah. Yeah. I, like you can't deny KD's being good, but just having Kyrie and Harden on the same team. You can't having, have it. Having a juggernaut team like. Offensively. They're, they're going to say, well, no, he's got, he's, no. he's got what should be the most potent team in the NBA, which they're not, and they're underperforming like, yeah. heavily. So. Whilst from Which I'm quietly happy about. Yeah, well, we we predicted it wasn't going to work. Yeah, I, so, I'm, I'm not I'm not quietly happy about it because it was a prediction. Like, yeah, there's an emotional attachment to them not doing that well. Yeah. Now, now that that trade happened, I was interested to see, I, like Katie and two and one superstar. I, I'm like, yeah, cool. High on, very yeah, high yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Katie and two. I'm like, nah, fuck it. It's the Warriors again. Like, I really like the old Warriors, and then that happened, and I was like, oh, this sucks. Like, yeah. It, it, it spoils basketball for me. Yeah. The, the biggest difference for me between those Warriors teams that he was on and that this Brooklyn one is that he was on a team with Steph Curry who was more than willing to take a backseat for the sake of winning mm. because he'd rather win a title and be great mm. individually. He had Clay Thompson, which has never been a ball-dominant <laughs> star anyway, but he is the second the, best. Like, the, best the, second, the best catch and shoot. The best catch and shoot player in the NBA, in NBA history, not even close. Mm. Um, and then you and got fucking Green. wing defender, yeah. Who can he, he can guard one through four, Clay. Yeah. Like, and then you've got Draymond Green, who is who is one of the best like small do- small ball defensive centers in the last ten years. Yeah. May, may be the best. And like like how's that game the other day? What do you have? Seventeen assists, eighteen assists. I don't even know. Thirteen rebounds, eighteen assists, six steals, or seven steals. And there was like that was that was the it beginning was of the fourth quarter. <laughs> Two points, like 20 assists. I think he had zero points at one point. I think he was like yeah, he 17 was zero points and 15 assists. <laughs> and then he scored. I'm like, why'd you do that? It's shit now. You're ruined it. I wanted to see the you're Dennis the, Rodman you're, stat. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're the Hakeem of every other stat except scoring. Yeah, literally. So, yeah, like I was big on them. I don't like it. I don't like KD with multiple superstars. So I, I think, like, coming back to your original point. And I don't like Kyrie. I, I like I, I like watching him play. Like, I just don't like. If yeah. if, if he I'm off was, him now. like if we had a market for Jive Turkey of the year, like a betting market, oh, he'd be he'd be odds on favorite. He'd be a dollar and one cent. No, he would be a dollar point zero 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 one. The would have already. No, they, they've closed. <laughs> they, they've closed it. They're yeah. not taking it anymore. It's like games. It's like game game spot or GameStop. Game or, yeah, you, you can't buy it. You can't get it anymore. Yeah, we're closed. Yeah. It's like when they paid out um, all the Lamelo for Rookie of the Year votes. Oh, have they, they already, already paid, paid it out after he got that triple double? Oh, right. So that's what they would have done with Kyrie because he is definitely a lot for JT of the year. Yeah, no, he's for sure locked that one up. So, 
yeah, coming back to the original point, um, Kevin Durant, you have to put him in the conversation just because individually he has been fantastic. Like he's yeah. averaging, what is it, like 30 points a game and on like 60 six, six boards, four assists or something. Like, and yeah, ridiculous percent. Like, like it just looks great. He's had some crazy efficient games as well. Yeah. He's been like 12 from 13 yeah. from the field. Like, yeah, crazy. So I think KD's got to be in there. And I think the thing, the unfortunate thing about KD is I think he does that almost anywhere. Like, yeah. looking at how oh, he's playing. Absolutely. You can put him in it. And, and I think that's it. Like the whole, you know, you're saying before, people are like, oh, he's better than LeBron. He's not. No, he does one thing better than LeBron. And, that's, and like, you can't even, you can't even really say he's, he's a specialist. Like they, they both average 27 for their career and he, LeBron shoots at a better clip. He's a specialist and he's, mm. he, like, he can't carry a team the way that LeBron no. carries him. He's a better jump shooter. That is it. He's just, he's just a, he's just a specialist. He knows his shots. He knows, yeah. He knows, he knows the high percentages. His IQ around that's really good. Yeah. He's getting better at assisting and getting his teammates involved, but he's not, he can't, he can't carry a team. No. The way that LeBron James can, all the way to stuff like Steph Curry well, can. Well, we've seen, we've seen it a few times. Like, yeah. They got blown out by the Heat um, in 2012 and then they came back, I think it was in 2016, this was post-Harden trade to the Rockets. It's 2016, they blew that 3-1 lead to the Warriors. Yeah, and he was he was horrible in that Warriors uh, series. they went up 3-1, then he just, I think he had one of those games where he was half decent, but yeah. So he's not a bad. leader. He's a fantastic individual player. Yeah. But he's not... Put him in a system. Like, if he goes into the Spurs system, if he's in yeah, a they, good system... They 3 P Kills it. Yeah. Or he gets good additional supporting players, yeah. then we're good. If not, he's not that good. So that's the MVP race. And now we're up to De'Aaron Fox. I'm loving what I'm seeing from De'Aaron Fox. If you, if you look at like his stats, they're not outrageously bad. Off. I test. actually pretty similar, but the eye test, like he's not just like scoring an assist in the basketball. He's leading that team. Mm. Like, when they're going down the stretch of games, they're, they're giving him the ball and saying, like, hey, do something. Like, they lost to Philly today, and but he was getting whacked at the rim. Like, he was, you know, he's small. He's a small He's like, what, 6'1", six, 6'2". Six, yeah. Uh, he's not a big guy, and he's going up against guys like Joel and Beat and Matisse Fiebel, who's really, really long. And Yeah, he locked him up. He locked him up really well. Like He did fantastic. But, like, he's, he's putting that Sacramento team on his back. Like, he's having regularly lately, like, the last – 10 games, most of them have been 30 like 30, 40 bombs. Yeah. Like, and with good good amounts of assists too, like he's just, he's, he's, doing well. he's playing like an all-star and he probably doesn't get it because he plays in Sacramento so they don't get enough recognition. But I think, but like you said, De'Aaron Fox, he could be an MVP of the future if they build a good team there. What do you think they're lacking at the moment? I think they're lacking like a good veteran presence. Like they don't have... A good veteran presence. So Harrison him. Barnes isn't enough? No. He's not. To me, he's not like a good veteran presence. Like, he got... He's um, won. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> so for those who don't know, Harrison Barnes is in the, uh, the 2015 Warriors team. Yeah, and in 2016. He was in the choke job as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just don't think he's that guy. Yeah. So I, I, I really would have loved to see like someone like... I don't know, like Rondo go there. Maybe mm. someone like um, like Jay Crowder. Yeah, um, agreed. I feel like I think someone that defends hard, like a hard nosed defender. Just a guy who can like get in the locker room and like get him jet up. Like I think someone who would be really good for that team would be like Goran Dragic. Yeah, 
he's like a he's a dog. Or like even Jimmy JJ Barea got released from Dallas. Get that man. Yeah. Like he's old as fuck and he's probably not going to play. I can't believe they released him, eh? He's just too old. He's a piece of the furniture there, man. And he, you know what? When he was getting minutes like he was actually good. He was born out. He's, he's a good player. So I feel like Sacramento just need like a steady guy mm. and they need a new coach. You're not a fan of Luke Walton? Luke Walton, ain't you? He ain't it. He is not it. The master plan isn't paying off. <laughs> no. They've had, like, they've done well in the draft and then to come up where they have with the lineup yeah. that they have. I'd... Getting, like, Halliburton falling to them at 12 was just, like, amazing. Yeah, so you, 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 you're proven to players. You point guard in two wings. Yeah. Bagley's got to go. They've got to trade Bagley while he's still got some money. He's been woeful. Yeah, that, I think that's what's killing them. Can't stay they, don't have, they don't have a good big yeah. who's consistent. They've got Rashawn Holmes, but he's not he, good, he, man. Can't, he can't play. He is. He's, he's a good defender, but offensively he's not great and he can't play 40 minutes a night for you. Like He's not a starting NBA. He's not a starting centre of, 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 of a conference finalist team. Absolutely not. Not on, not on the team like that. On Sacramento? Yeah, sure. Um, I think he had a game where he had like seven blocks or something. Yeah, good he's on him. He's a good shot blocker, but yeah, he's not a centre or a power forward that you can play 40 minutes. He's behind. a role player. He is a yeah. bench defending but they've centre. Got to, they've got to get rid of Bagley before his value like declines. And I think His old man wants him gone as well. Yeah. See that? Yeah. Um, he just doesn't like. He just doesn't move the needle. In. Yeah. Like he's had a couple of good games, but he's just he just doesn't seem locked in. I think having the injury and being out pretty much all of last year. And then having some injury concerns this year, he's probably just a bit down on himself. Mm. I think Sacramento need to, you know, chop him yeah. and like trade him and start like because you know it's natural to go, okay, well we've got Bagley and Fox. Who do we want to sort of build around more? Like, do we need another a point guard? No, get rid of Bagley. Build it all around Fox. You, 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 your point guard and your wings, yeah. Halliburton and Hield. Yeah, you've got a. They've got a terrific. You got a, you, you got a six to eight year window now. Yeah, yep. to make something happen with those. Yeah, well, De'Aaron Fox has got what is it like a four year extension? Yeah, yeah, he he's got year. big money. Yeah, he's got he's got paid and he's going. So his buddy. Yeah, and like oh, Halliburton will get paid eventually. That's like that could be one of the one of the best backcourts in the NBA in the next three years. It could be. He's like has is a knockdown shooter. Fox is a brilliant playmaker and he can score fast, man. And then you're going to have Halliburton in that mix as well. Who, like, you could even go, you could even have three of them on the floor. Defensively, it's not great, but Fox is a good defender. Yeah. He can play defense. He was not too bad. Halliburton, Halliburton just needs like, to learn. Rookie makes rookie mistakes. He, and he's, he's not very big, but he's long. Like, yeah. He, he's got a frame that which you can build into a good defender. Yeah. He just needs so, time. Two years, he'll be good. A veteran presence and flip Bagley for, like, try and, try and get something better. Yeah. Because right now, Bagley just ain't it. Mm. Luke Walton ain't it. Ain't it. Not a fan. But the Aaron Fox, great player, one to watch. Yeah, really definitely, definitely. If you're listening to Aaron, big, big, I'm I, a fan and yeah, I'm getting the bin out. Yeah, me too. I get, the, I get the bin out on the reg. I got the bin out when he closed that game out with that dunk a week oh, and a half yeah. ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Goddy, he can dunk. Oh. oh. He's like, he's like a taller, skinnier version. He's like, Derek Rose and Russell Westbrook meet Derek Jones Jr. Yeah, yeah. With James Harden's I left-handed want to see shot. I've the dunk contest. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't because I don't want him to get hurt. Yeah. Do people get hurt in dunk contests? They could. Oh, I mean, I, like... I, One guy that I'd love to I'd see... Lo- I'd, I'd like to see an Abdul number crunch on that. <laughs> One guy that I'd love to see in the dunk, the dunk contest, but would also hate to see it, Jarrett. 
Every oh. time he goes flying through the air, I'm so scared. He, you know, he's the lightest player in the league. Yeah, and he's got the most hops. <laughs> That's why he's got the most hops. Yeah, the dude has got bounce. Like his body weight. Crazy. Yeah, anyway, that's my De'Aaron Fox take. Really okay, like so teams to make moves before the deadline and who they should move. But before we get into the, you know, the rhetoric and theories and possibilities of this, we have to acknowledge there has been a team that's made a really good move. The New York Knickerbockers. Go Knicks. Go Knicks. And D Rose. Yes, I was happy. I was happy to see that he reunited with Tibbs, but I was it was bittersweet because I didn't like how they did him. In New York, first they did that time. man wrong. They did that man wrong, but it's gone full circle. He's back. He's back. So D Rose at the Knicks. Um, such a fan. I said, I said it would be like a good move for him to even go to the Clippers or the Knicks. I was hoping Clippers. I think from a standpoint of wanting him to potentially get a championship before Ring. he retires. Yeah. And yeah, the Clippers, but he, he'll, he'll have a great role in the Knicks. I have a feeling the Knicks will probably either move or wave Alfred Payton now. You, start, you've got it. And start Emmanuel quickly. Yeah. He's been fantastic. Phenomenal. Way. Um, Mind you, D. Rose looked unreal. Yeah, he's looked good. Um, they'll probably bring him off the bench. Yeah. Um, but they'll close with Clip quickly. They closed with Payton today and it fucked them. Looked terrible. Yeah. Defensively, it's done like. To be fair, the refs bailed out Miami, but still that game should have just been locked up anyway. Mm. Yeah, like I'm, I'm a fan of Rose in New York. Like it's a good fresh start for him. I like him back with Tibbs. Yeah, yeah, it's good. And like, have you seen the Pooh Doco yet? I still haven't. Though. It's it's pretty. Like, how would you describe it? Um, it's a bit of a downer. Yeah, like on the whole. Yeah. Well, um, his his career has been pretty much a downer. Yeah, I mean that guy's he's a big projection. Yeah, yeah, right. So. Yeah, you wouldn't pick that he would end up like this, but um, it's good to see him reuniting with Tibbs. Yeah. And then playing well and balling out. Yeah, so, yeah, great, great debut. Like 14 points, three assists or something. Yeah, efficient, good facilitating. Yeah. Looks a step – the crazy thing is he, he looks a step faster than guys like 10 years younger than him. Yeah. Which yep. is still crazy yep. considering the ACL. Still, still a really good bench player. Like, yeah. He could, he could be a candidate for six man of the year if he, had, if he has a really good rest of the season because there hasn't really been a standout. Six-man of the year, yeah. Mm. So the Knicks have done what they needed to. Yeah. Let's go to possibilities. For other teams. Yeah. So, like, you're, the teams that you were saying before, before we got into this, Dallas? The Dallas Mavericks, I'm, like, in panic mode with them. Big. Something needs to happen. I agree. Um, the Boston Celtics, again, like, that that big position, something's got to change. Did you like, think or did you think that TT was going to be enough? <laughs> off the bench, yeah. Um, but they're starting Thompson and Tice together. What? Well, it's because Marcus Smart's out now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But Good. even at the start of the year, like they they've been starting them together, and that's like, and then bringing Grant Williams as their backup big, and then sliding Tater to the four. Yeah, in the it's next not a so I think they need to they need to trade Campbell Walker. He has been trash. And, and injured. he was trash last year. And like, injured. Yeah, he can't stay healthy. He's like, not Mike Conley, no, junior. Honestly, he's starting to become like Derek Rose. Not not to that extent. I think, like, I think D. Rose is better. Yeah, yeah. But like I'm saying, like the, the career is trajecting in the same same way. Like he, he had a great few years and he hurt himself and then he can't stay he's, healthy. He, he's a high usage guy though. Yeah, he's, he, he meet, like, this is why he looked so good in Charlotte because he had the ball all the time. Typical yeah. example 
of good player, small market, bad team, yeah, lots of touches. Like I, I honestly, like Boston could keep Tice and Thompson as their bigs as long as they move Walker and got someone else legit. Like Boston are actually in a situation where if Washington were willing to do it, they could get Beal. Like they've got assets, they've got packages, they I don't, have the trade exception, so they don't have I the don't, salary map. I, I don't think they would because you'd have to give up Walker and then other things. And I think Boston would be okay with that. But Washington won't want that because they've got Westbrook's contract. Yeah, but then they could potentially try and flip Westbrook. If I were... This, I, is just, if, this is just me spitballing. No, no, but like if I were Boston... It may, it may not work, but... That's, let me ask you this, right? Yeah. Da- Danny Ainge, pick up the phone. Tommy Shepard. Tommy, Tommy Shepard. Am I Tommy? Yeah, you're Tommy. Okay. Hey, Danny. I'll just go point guard, point guard. Kemba for Ross. Yeah. And then we'll talk about some of, you, some of our youth. Well, if, I, if I'm Tommy Shepard, I don't want Kemba... For Russ, unless I'm getting something else. Yeah, I, like so. Russ is. I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about the youth that we've got. Yeah. So you tell me who you like. You like Shemi Ojale? He's okay. Yeah. I, I really like Grant Williams. Can I have Grant Williams? I'd probably do it. Robert Williams as well. No. And ma- and maybe like Romeo Langford. Yeah, I'd throw Langford in. Yeah. <clears throat> You're not getting Taco. No, nah, Taco's the guy. He, <laughs> I, I assume he was untouchable. <laughs> He's untouchable. But, that would um, be like asking for Tate. I would give you Williams, Langford, and Walker. I would give you Walker. I'd take that because then I can probably flip Walker. And yeah. And for, for a half decent point guard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like that. that like I, I see that as a more realistic move. Yeah. Than yeah absolutely. Um, I'm just saying, like that, there is a situation where they could actually go after it and have a have a conversation about it. Who runs the point, Bradley Beal? Marcus Smart. Runs point, yeah. Beal two. Beal two, three and four, Tatum, and then you've got Browns or Thompson. Yeah. Like, I'm okay. I don't like Tatum playing four. Well, personally. I mean, it's kind of positionless at this point, and he can guard fours. Um, but with yeah, that, not with, well. With that lineup, like those. See him on guys, AD. See him on, on AD. Yeah, AD is just too tall. Um, okay, but what about, what about like Lamarcus Aldridge? Well, that would be a great get for them. No, no, I just see him again. I know, but him. like that, that's a guy. That is a big that they could get. Yeah, he can play back to the basket. He can pass. He can there's, shoot. There's quite a few guys. He like, can defend. You've got He's Andre not super Drummond. laterally quick. But. Andre Drummond, because the Celtics have a trade exception, almost worth his contract, Yeah, they can get him without blowing their cap. Andre Drummond's trade value is extremely low. It would be a first-round pick or a couple of seconds. And he's, and he's close to defensive player of the year, so... Yeah, he just doesn't bring anything offensively. But they need a guy who can rebound and who can be some sort yeah. of a defensive anchor. Andre Drummond isn't the solution to all your fucking problems, but he is better than Daniel Tyson, Tristan Thompson defensively, at least at this point in their career. Yeah, way better. And he rebounds better. Yeah. So he's going to get you more offensive boards. He's Andre get Drummond's you. a guy. Um, Rudy Gobert's probably out of the question now that he's signing. Miles Turner. They should have just got him. Yeah, well, Danny Ainge fucking shit the man. Uh, if I'm Danny Ainge, I'm saying sorry. I, there's a lot of poo in yeah. there. What? There's a can, lot of poo in the sheets. Can I fix this? I don't think so. I yeah. think I have to throw so, the sheets out. I think Boston Celt- I think the Boston Celtics need to make a move, um, whether it's get rid of Kemba or upgrade their, their center or their four position. I think they've got to do something in both positions. I think I, I think, so. think Kemba's contract for his Terrible. for his, you know, PSAI, mm. postseason availability impact, yeah. not good. But you've got you've got to find a team. Uh, sorry, you've got to find a team that's willing to take that contract as well. 
It's, it's a, yeah, but there's some, some there's some teams there's some teams that would. Yeah, Charlotte. Nah. No, no, no. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oi, I tell you what though, like if I'm Danny Ainge right now, which I am, mm. you are. I'm so pissed that I got Canberra and let Terry go. Scary yeah. Terry. Yeah. Yeah. Because Terry Terry can be a lower. That guy is balling. Yeah. Canberra can't. Yeah. Like yeah. See, like I'd see Canberra do real well in a system like Orlando. Like I, I see him with Vooch and Gordon doing well. I think that would be a good thing. Kent- well, I think Vooch and Gordon could end up at Boston. And or, yeah. Campbell Walker, Romeo Langford, a first-round pick yeah. for Gordon and Vucevic. I'd do it. Yeah, I think both teams would. Yeah. Because Orlando are these perpetual- Orlando want to get perpetual minutes. <laughs> Orlando are these perpetual- Ninth to sixth theaters that know. get first round exits. Yeah, and yeah. they're happy with it. <laughs> they like they're it. happy to be the eighth seed. We're going to Disneyland. And you know what? More power to you. <laughs> we get it since Dwight left. It's never been the same. It's never been the same. He knows how to leave a team high exactly. and dry. Exactly. Um, okay, and then Dallas, what do they need? If you're looking what? at them. What don't they need? Um, <laughs> I think they have to get rid of I hate saying it because I think he's great. Chris Stapps? Chris Stapps, Paul Zingas is going to kill him. Like, his availability is terrible. Yeah. The PSAI, like we speak about, terrible. He can't stay healthy. Now, when he's healthy, he's really good. Mm. But they need someone more reliable on a better contract, and they they just need another reliable offensive player. Like, Josh Richardson is hot and cold. Tim Hardaway is hot and cold. I thought that was a bad move, letting Curry go. Big time. time. Because he's more reliable. Yeah. These guys can defend. Like, Hardaway can play defense. Josh Richardson is known to be a reasonably good perimeter defender, mm. but they don't have anyone reliable on the floor. But so is Seth Curry. Seth Curry can defend one and two well. Exactly. So I, I don't think they should have got rid of Curry. We, we said um, in the offseason that was a bad trade. It's yeah. Biden, and I think it's biting them now that they just don't have as much offensive versatility to their lineup. So, again, these these guys probably aren't in a situation where they could, situation where they could offer a package for someone like Bradley Beal. Yeah, unless no. I unless don't think that helps him anyway. Unless Washington said we'll take Chris Dapps, Paul Zingas, and some picks. This is a hypothetical; it's never going to happen. But imagine someone like—I mean, it's funny because it was always like. Remember at the end of last year, it was like, "Oh, Giannis and Lucas." Yeah, I, I don't like that combo. No, neither do I. So, but two guys who can't who can't do anything without ball. Yeah, whereas like KD and Luca, that's where KD would look amazing. You can plug and play KD into any system. He doesn't require a team to be built around him. You can just throw him in. Yeah, so you get like a Rick Carlisle, good defensive system with a playmaker like Luca who plays at his own pace and never gets off his pace and draws a lot, demands a lot of attention from defenses. Then you get a KD, like an efficient guy like that, you're good. Um, you know, maybe they look to. I mean, it's not going to happen, but I was thinking, you know, who else is sort of like him, B.I., but Pelicans aren't going to say goodbye to him. I doubt not, You're not going to get – you're not going to give up only, KP for him. I think the only way that they can get another reliable offensive player or a more versatile offensive player who can give you 15 to 20 a night consistently and can stay healthy is if they trade Chris Ashpozingas. Yeah. But they, they need to, but who, who's available? Exactly. Like, who, who is available? Like, at this stage, you know, you know who I – like – wouldn't mind is like maybe Nikola Vucevic. Yeah. And you know what? I'd, I'd be taking that. Big Vuce. If I was both teams, yeah. Vuce is good. Yeah, he's very underrated. Yeah, yeah. 
He's another guy who plays at his own pace really well. Yeah. I think both of those guys would complement each other really well. Um, if you're hearing this, Rick Carlo, I'll make it happen. Like, I I think Chris Stapp's Porzingis is a better player. He has a bigger ceiling. But the, the injury risk, the availability is just such a big thing. And, like, it's going to really he, hurt them. He gets found out in pick and roll. Yeah. yeah. Defensively. He gets found out on D. So Vooch, Vooch might be a good good shot blocker, good help defender and shot blocker. Terrible when he's the focal point. And when when Porzingis is hot, he is hot. Oh, streaky. He can be really devastating offensively. But you need again another consistent guy because you got Richardson and, you and just Hardway. Need someone that can stay healthy. Like yeah, you don't realize how important availability. No, like, yeah, like and most, that, that's why like people talk about you know LeBron James's greatness is because. He is so available mentally and physically to his teammates. He's only had one long-term injury, mm. and it wasn't that long. So I think Kristaps Porzingis might be a bit of a problem. Yeah, in the I agree. And I think they should probably – like, I'm not saying trade that motherfucker right now. I'm saying start looking. and Shopping my value is high. Let teams know that he's available because an offer might come along that they can't refuse. You know? He's not Dirk. He is not Dirk. No, no so, one's done. No, no one's going to be done. So, I've got a team. It's obvious. The Nets. Oh yeah, that that. You have to move Kyrie. Gaping. You have to move Kyrie. Yeah. And I like like the thing is is he's such a flat earther. Yeah. And when I say that, I mean it literally, but also like figurative, figuratively as like, you know, it's a um, uh, you know, what's what's the term? It's a. I mean, I mean, in a derogatory put down sense. Yeah, he's a. He marches. Turkey. He marches. He's a jive turkey. He marches a bit of his own drum in a negative way. He's poisonous. Doesn't he's toxic. Defense. He he. You know, it, you know, if opinions are like assholes, everyone has them and they stink. He has the stinkiest asshole. <laughs> he is. The, he is. The, he is the stinkiest man. He doesn't want. No, no. So like his opinions suck. They pollute. They pollute the atmosphere of he's, the team. He's cancerous to a locker room. Yeah, he's like, bad. So I don't know if many teams would. Well, we would said go straight away, like that first game where we saw KD and Harden together, and Kyrie was out. We said straight away, pretty much at the same time, trade Kyrie. Yeah, trading for some good role players, some defensive minded players. Here's the thing, though, like Kyrie, they're not that. They're Jared not. They're, oh yeah, I know, right? They're not. <laughs> they're not as deep. DeAndre Jordan sucks. They need to do something about that. They're just fucked. It's but, fucked. But like. Joe Harris is a good player. Yeah, he needs more shots. Yeah. Like, sorry, Kyrie. Like, and Kyrie's like, you know, like Stephen A says, oh, he's box office and blah, blah. He is. But in that, like with those players, Joe Harris fits better. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's Tetris, right? And, you know, you've got the, you got the, you got the cube. Yeah. You, you don't want the cube all the time. No. Kyrie is the cube that you don't want. Yeah. He's like, it's like, it's like Harden comes, he's a cube. KD's there, he's a cube. Oh, Kyrie, fuck another cube. You know, like you just ruined my thing. Now, now I'm having to build like in, in a really inconvenient way. Joe Harris, he's that skinny long one where it's like three vertical yeah. and then like two at the top and he it just hugs in. Yeah, he's good to go. He, yeah, he's that vertical line, bam, four. Yeah. Plug and play. The problem is with Kyrie as well, like, Brooklyn have kind of backed themselves into a corner though where they can't move anyone because they're not going to move Harden. They're no. obviously not going to move KD. 
They're not going to move DeAndre Jordan, which they absolutely fucking should. Yeah. He's woeful because he's boys with Kyrie and KD and they'll crack the shits. But now you can't move Kyrie because no one will want him. You because got, you got to move Kyrie and DeAndre. You're gonna, you're gonna, you have to give up quite a bit to get him. Yeah. As sad as that is. But then he's just not going to play for you. Yeah. He won't. Or no, he won't. retire or get a buyout until that's it. I'm signing with another team that I actually want to go to. Go to China, mate. Yeah. I love you over there. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I, Brooklyn is a mess. You burn all the incense you want in China. And mate. everyone's like, oh, they can get Andre Drummond. It's like, no, they can't because the Cavs aren't going to buy Andre Drummond out when they can trade him and get something for him. Oh, they'll be the getting something year. for him. Yeah, yeah. In the last year of his deal. And you can't sign him anyway because – if, if he does get bought out, hypothetically, mm. you can't sign him unless he takes a veteran minimum, which I'm telling you right now, he's, he's not, not going no. to do. He's a good player and he's worth the money. It's that simple. Yeah. And, like, you you don't have anything to give them. Yeah. Like, you've got Kyrie, your most tradable pieces are Kyrie, KD, and Harden, which are not going to get traded. No. And, and, God, and God help you if you trade someone like Joe Harris or Bruce Brown because Joe Harris, Bruce Brown, and... Timothy Luau Cabro. TLC. Yeah, I can't. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's you know it. Man. No, you do. Thank you. Luau Cabro. Yeah, I just call him the baguette guy because <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's French. That baguette. He, he, he ruined one of my multis and I messed with my man. I'm like, this fucking baguette. Fuck. Oh, I'm never putting money on this brick again. But anyway, those three guys are the only three guys that play with heart on this team. You can't yeah. trade them. So it's they've, so they've, bad. They've, eh? sold, they've, they've sold the fucking house and they've. They've put the kids up for adoption and the husband's divorced the wife. They've ripped it to shreds and now it's fucked. Yeah. No Jared Allen, no Torian Prince. Jared Allen was a great defender. Torian no LeVert. Dinwiddie's Dinwiddie's Yeah, LeVert is gone. How good was this fucking team? Man, seriously. And they destroyed it Imagine. to, get a, to yeah. get a guy who fucking turns the ball over seven, eight times a game. James Harden. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I would argue that if he had other people around him, yeah. Instead of Kyrie, there would be less turnovers yeah. as well. If there were role players who were bought in mm. a little bit more, there'd yeah. be less turnovers. Like Brooklyn have gone and signed Norvell Pell, Demand <laughs> Shumpert, and Noah Vonleh. Now, Pell and Vonleh are like reasonably good shot blockers and rim protectors. But like Shumpert's probably not going to play. Like, yeah, he'd be a good veteran presence in that locker room because he played on those Cavs teams where they had a lot of veterans. Like, you know, he's. He was even, um, I believe he was working in the front office for a little bit as well after he kind of like retired, said he retired. Um, so that might be like a good piece for them off the court and help him get locked in. But I just, I don't know if I see Brooklyn getting out of the first round. Like I, looking at the standings now, like I looked at it today and. I don't see him getting out of the first round. They lost to Detroit. All this up. And they were, the, the cracks were already showing. If, if. The playoffs started today. They have Charlotte in the first round. They'd lose. I don't know if they beat Charlotte four times before Charlotte beat. Scary Terry would be dunking on everyone. He's yeah. posterizing KD and the fucking James Harden and, 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 and he's post and he's posterizing. <laughs> he's having a stroke in both in, in the he, good and the bad sense. He's 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 posterizing Kyrie. Yeah, he's pummeling him into a flat disc at least four times. <laughs> Easily, Scary Terry is. Taking bodies, yeah, in a big way. De- DeAndre Jordan is getting posted by a scary Terry. DeAndre Jordan could get posted by my grandma, <laughs> and she can hardly walk. 
anymore. Mate, she's still got hops. Yeah, well, she can still get up. Yeah. 40 inch fur. Yeah, 40 inch fur. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that. <laughs> yeah, Granny. But yeah, I don't think DeAndre Jordan could guard my granddaughter. There's a clip of the, the Detroit game today. By the way, they lost to Detroit. No. Everyone clowned the Lakers for losing to them. Oh. And now fucking Brooklyn goes out and like fucking gets pumped by them. DeAndre Jordan, like Mason Plumley came off like a cross key, like cut, grabbed the ball. DeAndre Jordan literally stopped, let him through just to scratch his ass. <laughs> <laughs> There's a clip on that. I'll show you after the pod. There is a clip. And so I was bad. Like, scary hours. Yeah. As James yeah. Harden said, scary hours. No, no, scary hours. It is. And the crap's yeah. already showing. They're yeah. like fighting. Yeah, they themselves. were fighting off the court like. Harden's yelling at DeAndre Jordan. Kyrie's sitting there fucking. Kyrie's sitting there. Shit. Hello, the darling. Yeah. Maybe the earth isn't flat. <laughs> maybe the earth actually looks like this ball. Is, is, is the earth actually spherical? Yeah, maybe he's having a realisation. Oh, I don't think so. Either way, they're fucked. Brooklyn are the team that need to make the most moves but can't make any. They can't do anything. Yeah, they need they need to make move. They got to get rid of Kyrie. They got to get off Kyrie and DeAndre. If you got James Harden and Kevin Durant, you just like you could put like you could pick of the how many players are in the NBA three hundred and fifty. Mm. You could get any people from two hundred to a hundred mm-hmm. who aren't Kyrie and DeAndre Jordan. Put them in that team, yeah. and they will probably win the chip. Yeah, I know Abaka was considering going there. If they got Surge, oh my god. It'd be over. That'd be awesome. Yeah. But he's not now. Because if they got Serge, they probably wouldn't have traded for Harden, I don't think. No. Imagine Serge Barker Kevin starring Durant. Kevin Durant, Kyrie. Joe Harris, Kyrie, and either Dinwiddie Oliver and Jarrett Allen backing up Serge Barker. Yeah. No yeah. one would score. No. no. Nets in six. Yeah. No, Nets in four pretty much in everything. Yeah. I think the Lakers would get a game off them. Just, just yeah. the, the bench blowouts. Just well, what the fuck is Gasol going to do with Ibaka? Well, what, what, what's the second unit? What's Vogel's pressure second unit rotation is going to do when Levert's yeah. out there? Yeah. Like and Jared Allen. Yeah. No one's scoring. Uh, anyway, so I think... Could I have, should have, would have, but... I think Nets. And then I think Clippers. I'm going to throw the Clippers in here. They need to make moves. And also, they need to go through point guard. One more thing. Yeah. I know I had a trending hashtag free Steve Nash. Yeah. I've changed it. What? I don't think he's the right coach for this team. You're off it. He's made some really bad moves, like, as a coach. I've watched the last probably four or five of their, their games, and he just took the starters out with, like, four or five minutes to go, and they're only down by, like, eight or nine against Philly. Very, very winnable game. And if you're Brooklyn, you need to win every game you can because I'm not sure they can finish in the top four, and they need to finish in the top four. Big time. They're fucked. They need to finish top three. So now I'm saying hashtag fuck Steve Nash. Hashtag fuck Steve Nash. Hashtag fuck Steve Mash because he's got his guys pat playing softer than mashed potatoes. Like, hashtag fuck Steve Nash. Yeah. <laughs> look, still, look, I like Steve. I like Steve Nash. Free him. But at the same time, fuck it. To be honest, if he I was- ruined one of my multis. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, it's a bit salty there, Joey. Free him, but at the same time, he needs But at the same time, fuck him. Yeah, yeah, fuck him. Fuck him then for him. Fuck you and fuck my $5 that I put on that game, dog. (laughs) So- Put your Harris back in. I need another three. Okay, so here's my thing. If I'm Steve Nash, I'm making some decisions like that because- (laughs) I don't want Harden, Katie, and Kyrie. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> like, I don't want that. That's the what like 
That's not, you're not the big three. You're the worst three. Yeah. You're like. Could have had a three. You, you're the big three of anti-chemistry. Yeah. And I don't like it that rhyme. KD's not a leader. Harden's a soup and Kyrie thinks the earth is flat. Like, in what fucking universe is this going to work from a chemistry? Look, if they, if they turn around and they win the chip, good on them. But they didn't do it because their chemistry was good. I'll yeah. tell you that for nothing. No, I... And you know who, if they win the chip, you know who deserves the fucking finals MVP? Steve Nash. Yeah, Steve Nash. Yeah, Steve Nash. Steve Nash. KD's not getting it. KD for MVP. Harden's not getting it. KD for FMVP. <laughs> not <laughs> Steve Nash. Steve Nash. That's, um, yeah. Look. Mike D'Antoni. <laughs> oh, fuck no. Imagine, like, that team's, I can't even talk about it anymore. They're fucked. I know. I'm the same. Okay, so. If this hadn't happened, if the offseason hadn't happened and then this fucking Harden trade hadn't happened, the team that we would have this energy toward would actually be the Clippers because, again, like, okay, so the Ibaka move's good, but you've got Paul, George, and Kawhi, good players. You don't have a good point guard. And the first, like, I don't know, eight episodes of the pod have been dedicated to Pad Bev sucks. Pat Bev is shit. And you can't win if Luke Pat Williams Bev has fallen off a cliff more this year. He's been yeah. even worse. Like, yeah. he's got to go. I, I think they'll trade them before the deadline. You've got to. Like, like my whole take on the Clippers was. Get Lonzo Ball. Yeah. He's not a playmaking defender. He's better than Pat Good three-point shooter. And he's not going to come in and fuck your chemistry. Like, no. He doesn't come in and carry Humble. He's, he's a nice guy, man. Yeah, he is. He's, he's, he, bought, he bought Xboxes for yeah. all the Pelicans. Yeah. Surprisingly. Well, that's he's, nice. He's a nice guy. Yeah. And but that's like, what you need, though. you got Kawhi. Yeah. you got Ibaka. Yeah. Ibaka's there as, like, the enforcer, but Kawhi's backup. So if Kawhi's, like, you know, the team will be – this is how I picture this now. So it's just that. Team's practicing, blah, 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 and an hour goes by and they're doing all their things and stuff. And then Kawhi's like, when I pass you that, you shoot. And then and then everyone's sort of like, yeah, fuck. They, they, they say it like that too. They, 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 they just, they're like, fuck, did Kawhi just speak? Okay, let's go, let's go back to it. What were you talking, you know, well, Pat Bev, were you barking? What, 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 are those how you barked earlier? Pat Bev, are those Timberland Sandy? <laughs> is that how I move my feet? Is that, is that, how, is that how it's not even hard to defend LeBron? And then so all of a sudden, so pipes up. Hey, 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 settle down, settle down. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember. Kawhi, the yeah, he's over. Hey, hey, hey. That's yeah. Serge Papa, hey, hey, hey. Kawhi has spoken. Leave Kawhi alone. Listen to what he says. Yeah. Or I'll put you on my cooking show and cook you. <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally. Cook you and eat you. And then everyone's like, holy fuck, we better listen to Kawhi. Yeah. Serge will fucking eat me otherwise. <laughs> yeah. And that, so that, like Kawhi helps. I think Kawhi helps balance the chemistry. Uh, sorry, Serge helps balance the chemistry yeah. in Kawhi's favor. Yeah. He's sort of that guy who will talk more for yeah. him. If they get rid of Pat Bev, I give him a chance against the Lakers. No Pat Bev, no Lou Will. Yeah. You're good. Yeah, that's it. Like, like Pat Bev, you got to go. Lou Will is not productive bench minutes. I feel like you can get someone better. Plus, Canard is legit. So yeah, fuck he's, Lou he's Will off and get good. and get the ball in his hands more. Yeah, you don't need Lou Will. So yeah. that I think I think I think strippers, Clippers, <laughs> Lou Will strippers. 
the, 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 the Lou Will Strippers era is coming. The Lou Will Strippers era. I feel like the I feel like the Clippers. He gave them some good years, but it's time to go. They're, they're, they're my less emotive char and emotionally charged version. The Nets are just like the Clippers with my frustrations. Like you've got some good pieces, you can do it, but but, it's, but, it's but you are beating your fucking selves. Yeah, that's the Nets. The the, the, the Nets are that on fucking except the Nets are everything. Like they have so low much, so much worse. Like, whereas, although the Clippers, like I said all year, like this team doesn't make sense. There's no way they can go toe to toe with the Lakers in seven games. I was right about that, but they didn't even make it. But I gave them a chance to get there. Mm. I don't even give Brooklyn a chance to get to the conference. I, I give the Clippers a chance to get to the conference finals and give the Lakers a hard time if they were to get Lonzo Ball and fuck, mm. fuck both Pat Bev and Lou. Willard. I give the Clippers a chance to get to the finals. I think they could beat the Lakers if, if they get Lonzo. If they get Lonzo and they get another or like Rondo. Like they not get gonna, a, not gonna happen. No, but if they got if they get a good playmaking yeah, if they point get guard, a good playmaking point guard who can defend, who will play def, play defense and not fuck the chemistry like what happened last year with the whole Harold, Pat Bev, Lou Will, fucking Paul. George yeah, the fucking you know the Bash Bros or whatever. That their biggest they problem was chemistry. Like you said, they, they was it Bash Bros? Mighty Ducks. Remember the Mighty Ducks movies? Yeah. Was it the Bash Bros? I don't fucking. Know. Oh, they thought they thought they were the bad cunts coming off the bench and they were like you know doing it. You're not. They were barking at second unit. Yeah, yeah. You, you're not the knuckle puckers. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think the Clippers, the Clippers don't need to make a move, but it would help. I think they need to in order to get to the finals. Yeah, you know they, they ain't getting to the promised land. Do you reckon uh, Kawhi will leave if they don't make the finals? Yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's he's gone. He's got a player option next year. You can, you can go on I think he'd like potentially do a sneaky up to San Fran. Yeah, to the Warriors. Yeah. Wow, Kawhi and Steph. Yeah, and Draymond and Clay back. Because then, or does he, or does he go down the hall? Forms a big three. I don't. Think, I don't think I don't so. Think he want to play with the I don't think so. I think. I think especially with like, I think the Warriors, like especially like you know, like it's a, it's a good thing you can look after the Clippers. You can arrange a thing where it's like they, you know, he potentially does like a sign and trade where it's yeah. like, hey, oh, you get Wiggins and Oubre, or or you get Wiggins or whoever it is, like they get. I think I think it could be like that. The see the Warriors is such an appealing destination for these free agents. They are now that steps back on the street. Like yeah, I he mean, still looks good. And because he, you know, he 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 stepped back for KD. It's like you have got someone that demands so much attention, but then who's willing yeah. to take one for the team. And I think for any you know free agent superstar looking to resign, it's like wow, I don't have to work as hard and I get better better looks. Yeah, like if Kawhi wants to load manage, he can. Yeah, he'd probably go back to load manage. Yeah. And I, I don't think it hurts his legacy if he ends up getting chips there and chances are he'll get finals MVPs. They'd probably get to the finals at least two or three more times. And if they it win, just depends on that Lakers window and how how good LeBron is. For how or how consistent AD is. I don't even think it's LeBron. Like looking at Lakers yeah. now, LeBron's going to be good. Yeah, LeBron's fucking great. Oh, He's think, the MVP. I think if AD continues on his bullshit, like the Lakers will start looking to make some moves because they'll be like, we can't fucking like win. LeBron will become the belt again, and it won't be Bronny getting yeah. in trouble for so smoking they'll, they'll, weed. They'll, they'll, they'll give up. They'll give up the rest of their role plays for someone else really good just yeah. to cover their ass there. Because yeah. we've seen LeBron can take a lot worse to the finals and can get a, past some fucking good teams with a lot worse. Mm. So I think if they fill another hole, like they're laughing. But um, all right, so we're going to pump through these next bits because we're going a little bit over, and we've got our we've got our goals of an hour episode yeah. length, just yeah, under. Yeah, we really shit the bed on this one. Um, JT, I, 
JT, well, yeah, JT of the week. Okay. So <laughs> this, this, there's a bit of a narrative behind this one. And I really fucked up when I was like, oh, yeah, like, like by running over because I really need the time to tell the story properly. But I was thinking about my JT of the week. And there's a couple of people that I want, like, there's honorable mentions. I'm not going to get into them, but it's players and it's NBA related. This is NBA related, but like I said, if you have a million Monopoly dollars, you were never going to pick this. So, an hour before today's episode, I'm scrolling through my feed on Facebook, just trying to distract myself from the fact that I've got to do some um, cycling on a stationary bike for rehab for my knee. And I see this thing come up on NBC Sport or CBS Sports, and it says LeBron James was wrongfully denied MVP in years past, but those regrets should not lead to new mistakes this year because he is the red hot favorite. And I was like, oh, yeah, sweet. It's good to see LeBron getting some love in the media. And I'm like, oh, what? And, and I just so happen to think, I'm like, how did this pop up? Because I haven't been getting a lot of NBA stuff targeting me on social media lately, especially in a paid ad section. So I was like, oh, I wonder if it's paid ad. See if they're getting their analytics good. No, it's not. I just see that I get a notification. I see that I'm seeing it because Joey Cantlin's replied to a comment in it. <laughs> and so the comment, the comment, that's led the thread for Joey is by our drive Turkey of the week. I'm not going to name him yet. And the comment is the number one thing the boy has been denied is a friggin' brain and a dad that should have been around to teach to, as in me too, as in T double O. That's incorrect grammar, mate. But yeah, mate, another, another JT nomination. Just, just that. Uh, been around to teach the boy some respect. Now, 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 tell tell everyone why that is such a bad comment. What do you want me to do? It's 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 wrong on so many levels. I'm pretty sure this guy's racist Probably. because he's because he said the number one thing, the boy. Yeah, and I think he said that to try and like like I think it's a bit of like a yeah, racial slur. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Talk down to it. And then um, think because because LeBron LeBron's dad like walked out on their mom. Yeah, like and no one even knows who he is. Yeah, like Gloria James, the fucking like raised them and like mother. Yeah, and like did everything for them, and like they went through abject poverty. Like there was no tomorrow, and what he's done in the community, like for communities and for mm-hmm. people and for his children, for his family and for his friends. He's the vice president of the Players Association. You look, he at, does you look so much. Like, you look at LeBron James and how he grew up. Like he has every. He had every fucking reason and every fucking excuse to be a piece of shit. Mm. But he's turned out to be one of the greatest basketballers of all time and has had the most impact off the court probably out of any player in the history of basketball. Yeah. You, you would agree? Yeah. Fucking yeah. Know. Like he, he put up schools. He's, he started multiple foundations. Yeah. It's like he just randomly put some kid through school who, who can't afford it. Like he does all this stuff. Like he's he, a great he, guy. He's really good human. So the last thing he he needs is respect. Yeah. It's not his fucking fault. He didn't grow up like he grew up without a dad. Yeah, like that's 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 so that's so dog. But to, to say to teach you know to teach him respect and to you know give him a brain and a dad to teach him, it's like whatever. Yeah. Oh, since when is oh, last time I checked, LeBron James isn't a very disrespectful person. He's very respectful. Yeah. So everything he says in the media he says the right thing. Yeah. The only things he's ever fucked up and he gets crucified for it is the decision. Uh, no, it's not even the decision. People are like, oh, the decision. It's not. It's the press conference after with the guys mm. 
not two, Same not three. Yeah, yeah. All that stuff. That's one bad one. And then But I mean, like what what else do you do in that situation? Like you've got to build height. Yeah. Like, and at the same time, you've been like he's he was he was a bit young and yeah. naive. And and he probably looks back on that now and goes, Yeah, I was maybe sure. Yeah, well, and but he's been fucked around by a head office. So you then you get a good head office, good front office, and then you've got good players around you for the first time. You think and you've just been to the finals before. You're thinking, yeah, we've got this easy. Like, and you know, it's like Team USA, like whatever. Anyway, so Joey chimes in, goes, The only one that needs to learn some fucking respect around here is you, comma clown. Absolute clown. And so this guy comes back with at Joey Candlin, all that body or warped your brain, clown. Yeah, apparently. Rainbow, rainbow ra- weightlifting emoji, rainbow emoji. Yeah, and he's like some sort of bodybuilder, which I am. You're looking at me right now, and I'm not a fucking bodybuilder. <laughs> he's as much of a bodybuilder as I am, and I prepped nine years ago. And Joe, <laughs> yeah. I think Joey prepped six years ago. Yeah, uh, yes, it was. It was six years ago. And so then he, <laughs> then Joey's response was, I'm not a bodybuilder, LOL, right? <laughs> So, Russell Gassel, this one's for you. Yeah, the jive fucking turkey of the week, You're mate. a fucking clown, honestly. <laughs> like, you're not even a cocksucker. You're a jive you, I wish you suck cock. Yeah, yeah. I wish you suck cock, but you don't. You're a jive and, turkey. And, like, if you fucking, like, if you're one of those people who, who hates someone like LeBron James or Michael Jordan or someone who's done something fucking phenomenal with their life while you're sitting behind your fucking computer in your dead-end shit job, <laughs> just hanging shit on these people, then you're a fucking but, but like, or give, But hang shit on them. Be like, say something at least to do with the game. Yeah, yeah, like say, Bro, oh, but, oh, that's he can't shoot free throws. <laughs> yeah, that's funny or, because you know what? He can't. Or, 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 you know, ride the fucking ride the fucking trend of he's not clutch or whatever. Buy into some bullshit that's currently, you know, that's trending yeah, or whatever. So don't attack their personality. Say, they, say they're disrespectful or be like, oh, yo, oh, he sucks. He doesn't have a father. He he didn't have a father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, literally. Cool. Let's find something true about them that's like a bit fucked up and yeah, like say that they are nasty. Say that, or say that they're a shit cunt for it. Yeah, like, like he probably went to bed every day as a kid. Just so I wish I had a dad. Yeah, like, he probably had to hang out with his friends that had dads, and it probably made him sick to his stomach. Like yeah. So like in general, if you're someone who just thinks it's okay to like come and make those comments to someone like. Like for example, like you said, if you're if you're gonna hang shit on a basketball player, hang shit on something about their game. Like yes, yeah. they're a professional athlete, but they're also a man or yeah. a woman first. Yeah, treat them that way. So my honourable mention, and it was probably last week, but I didn't even think of it because like last week was just crazy with all the shit in the NBA. Mm. We've had a few more t- weird fucking Texans since we've so mm. refs sort of, but it, it's the 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 fucking plebs. CJ Crowder's story. I don't think so. He, like, gets death threats on the regular. Oh, yeah. Yeah, NBA players do. Crazy, hey. Can you imagine how many death threats KCP would have had? Yeah. After fouling, fouling SGA. Like, granted, Shade jumped into him and, like, yeah. you know, it's, it's unlucky. But still, just get out of the way or just intentionally just foul don't, him. Just don't leave. Don't leave the ground or make yeah. sure he doesn't get the shot or off. Just intentionally foul him and make him shoot two. Yeah. So you still have one. And then give the ball to Schroeder, make the free throws. Exactly. Like, dumb play. But anyway. Yeah, so that's honourable mention is Jay Crowder's Jive Turkey Pleb fucking death threaters as well. There's yeah. there's a lot of weird negativity oh, Danny going Green, on. Danny Green had him after the finals. Yeah. Like, like I was fucking furious, but <laughs> I, I wasn't wishing pain upon him and his fans. No, nah, that's fucked. I just wished for him to be traded. So then we move on to our newest segment, which is Bonafide Scrub of the Week. Yeah. 
And the bona fide scrub is actually a good thing. Someone who's done something good. You, you bona fide scrub. <laughs> yeah, you bona fide scrub. Um, and that's our team, right? So it's actually a compliment. It sounds yeah. like a bad thing. We call ourselves the Bonafide Scrubs. We're the Bonafide Scrubs. Um, and the Bonafide Scrub of the week is one Joey Cantlin for serving it to Russell Castle, the fucking jibe turkey yeah. of the week. And the new thing is if we see anything like this, call them a fucking jive turkey in the thread and then tag, at least tag me in it. Yeah, I'm just going to say, have a look at this fucking job. And then we're going to put it on the triple threat. Now, I've screenshotted this, so these are going to be the first posts on the triple threat podcast <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> and it'll be it'll be dedicated to the job turkeys of the world. Good. So that's it for the episode. We're going to leave it on a positive note. Thanks for being a good Bonafide Scrub. <laughs>